The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Anti Semitism is on the rise in Europe. In the past month, France alone has witnessed a startling threefold increase in anti Semitic attacks compared to the entire previous year. And it's not an isolated, uh, isolated trend. It can be seen across Europe and we saw it, of course, in the UK. What is driving this surge and how are communities responding? Well, to give us an update from Europe, Naomi O'Leary, Europe correspondent for the Irish Times. Naomi, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Great to be with you. Now, people who take a a casual look at history would have thought after the Holocaust, after what happened to Jewish communities uh, across Europe at the hands of the Nazis, that anti-Semitism was something that could never rise again. But in fact, it never went away. That's correct. Unfortunately, there's a certain level of anti-Semitism throughout European societies, which has never gone away. And it manifests itself to a greater or lesser extent at different moments in time. Um, This can obviously cause really intense um, fear and concern among Jewish people. They're a small minority in European countries and the places where they're living in, places like Germany, France, the Netherlands, um, many of these countries, when you're walking around in the streets, the landscape that you're walking through is a place which once had huge thriving Jewish communities that were exterminated within living memory. So this is a very vivid, real history, which which is very present and is visible. Um, You know, you have synagogues that would have been the heart of thriving Jewish communities that today just have, you know, a few handful of attendees just clinging on and often under tight security, even before the current tensions um, and so, you know, this is something that's very visceral and real for Jewish people across Europe. Now, there was a massive um, protest march against anti-Semitism in France. And uh, I remember at the beginning of all of this, uh, President Macron was pointing out that uh, the single biggest Jewish community in Europe is found in France, that uh, the population of Jews in any country, France, has by far the greatest. That's right. Um, France has um, a particularly sensitive, I I suppose, situation to deal with now in that it has, um, as you say, a large Jewish community. It also has a very large Muslim community, which gives the potential for tensions, particularly in relation to the current conflict. Um, And what we saw with this massive march, which I think had 100,000 attendees, was that it quickly became very politicised. Different political parties um, choosing either to attend or not uh, became a sort of a source of of scandal and intrigue in itself, um, which shows that, unfortunately, this kind of discrimination, anti-Semitism, is often highly politicised in terms of how it's dealt with by society. Now, the people who attended the French uh, march included uh, Nicolas Sarkozy uh, and uh, François Hollande, uh, who are both uh, former presidents, but also Marine Le Pen. Uh, and her party would not have been seen as uh, a voice against anti-Semitism. That's right. We can see hard right and far right parties adopting the cry now of being against anti-Semitism. This is a phenomenon not just in France, but also in places like Germany. 
Um, and it's rather cynical um, because these parties, as you suggest, have their own history of anti-Semitism. Um, anti-Semitism in Europe uh, has a long history in the right. Um, it's, as I say, prevalent throughout society, but it's you know, it had, the right has it has been particularly identified with the right in the past. Um, the political reasons why right wing parties now might be making a point to appear uh, strongly against anti semitism is because it suits them politically. Uh, this helps them to um, be against immigration, particularly Muslim immigration, and to portray themselves as not racist. Um, so, what we've seen from a number of different countries is that. Uh, hard right and far right politicians have portrayed anti-Semitism as being a phenomenon of to, associated with Muslim immigration, which is, of course, completely historically inaccurate mm. given Europe's history. Yes, it would have been native people in Germany, Poland, Hungary, the Netherlands, uh, you know, people born and bred there of uh, traditional stock of those countries would have been the anti-Semites, not people who've come in from, from North Africa. There it's prevalent with, within all elements of society. But yes, certainly, as you mentioned, you know, fascism and right-wing political movements have a very long and dark history of anti-Semitism. So uh, in terms of the formality of uh, the public attitudes of, of countries, I mean, Germany, obviously, with its dark past, uh, is totally supportive of people who would uh, be backing anti, the anti-anti-Semitism, to give you a double negative there, um, and they are professed, professing to be appalled by anti-Semite uh, behaviour. Uh, France, obviously, also. What about places like Hungary and Poland, where the, the ghosts of anti-Semitism are still very much alive? It's kind of... Um it's almost dizzying to see the turnaround by some politicians who spent years demonising a prominent Jewish figure, George Soros, who's a philanthropist and businessman, and using him as a major um, scapegoat for all their country's uh, historical ills. This was the case in in Hungary. And come, and this is this is an absolute anti-Semitic dog whistle. Um, the, this man was used uh, to, to uh, he was accused of sort of orchestrating politics. Um, and now to see these same people sort of turn around and, you know, talk about the importance of anti-Semitism or, and, and stand against it, it's, uh, you know, it, it is almost dizzying to see. Um, but it, there are political reasons uh, to do this. Um, essentially, it's, as, I, as I mentioned, it's being used to fit into an anti-migration agenda. Also, the although historically both anti-Semitism and Islamophobia would have been closely connected. Um, essentially, since the modern for formation of Israel in 1948, the idea has been created that Israel is part of what's th this idea of the Judeo-Christian world, which is a, is a rather recent creation. Um, and so being pro-Israel has become adopted by the right wing um, as, a, as a political um, point and as part of, of right wing nationalism. Now, presumably, uh, many of these uh, political organisations, they want to conflate uh, Jewishness with the Israeli state. And we know that in some parts of the world, in the, the United States and indeed in Israel itself, there are those who say, you know, we are Jewish by birth, by heritage, but we don't necessarily agree with the actions of the Israeli government. Of course, this is the classic mistake um, that pervades lots of anti-Semitism. Um, whenever Israel is in the news um, and there's something controversial going on, um, 
unfortunately, many people make the mistake of conflating Israel with the Jewish community in general and take out their upset at Israel on just ordinary, random Jewish people who have nothing to do with it. Um, And this has an enormous impact on people. I mean, what we're talking about, just to give some examples, is that, you know, a synagogue in in Germany had... um, bottles of petrol thrown at it, uh, firebombs. We've had um, incidents of graffiti, anti-Semitic graffiti, terrifyingly people's homes in both France and Germany having the Star of David painted on them, like marking out Jewish homes. This is extremely frightening in a place which has Europe's history. Um, and you can hear, you know, if you talk to Jewish people and the representatives of the community, how people are having to adapt to this uh, by not not appearing visibly Jewish in public, avoiding Jewish dress if they can, also being careful about going to Jewish uh, um, uh, buildings such as schools or synagogues, being additionally careful about that. So this is extremely oppressive, um, you know, for people to exist in this. And it's unfortunately, it flares up at times of tension, um, often not to do with Israel at all, by the way. Anti-Semitism rises in all sorts of moments of political tension, but obviously in particular with this uh, conflict um, with uh, Gaza and Israel, uh, it's a sort of, um, it just puts it on the agenda of so many people. And there's a certain contingent of society who will react to that by taking it out on just ordinary, innocent Jewish people. Well, uh, the far left uh, leader, Jean-Luc Mélenchon, uh, he referred to the march, the uh, march against anti-Semitism in France as uh, being a meeting for friends of unconditional support for the massacre in Gaza. So that's exactly that conflation. Well, it's very contentious. Um, it's politically contentious, both among the right and the left. How do you define anti-Semitism and where is the border between anti-Semitism and criticism of Israel? This is is highly contested. At times, the Israeli state itself has really promoted a very broad definition of anti-Semitism, which is rather convenient to its political aims. Um, so, for example, depicting sanctions movements and e- economic movements like that as being inherently anti-Semitic, um, even if they're they're targeting specifically illegal settlements, which aren't uh, Israeli territory, but are rich occupied land. Um, so at times, you know, the, the, this definition uh, has been rather broad and and critics of Israel have complained to say that the accusation of anti-Semitism is being used to shut down legitimate criticism of Israel. Um, it's very contested, this entire debate. But what's really important to know is that underlying that, there is this genuine anti-Semitism. There's a real threat to Jewish people that has to be taken seriously, particularly because they're such a small minority and their fears and concerns have to be taken seriously. Um, One incident, for example, in the French city of Lyon, we don't know what the motive was, but a woman was stabbed on her doorstep and a swastika was also painted on her home. A Jewish woman. Now, as prosecutors are trying to identify the suspect and identify the motive for this, but an incident like that can cause such fear to people because um, you know, you will hear about that. And when you're a small minority and you hear about someone possibly being targeted, you know, the, the kind of fear that that causes is, is very real and deserves all sympathy. Uh, President Macron has said, France, where our Jewish citizens are afraid, is not France. So even though he didn't uh, appear at any of the marches uh, one way or the other, uh, citing his uh, need to be kind of above all that and be a unifying force, irrespective of your background. Anyway, Naomi, thank you very much for joining us. Naomi O'Leary, who's a Europe correspondent for The Irish Times. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m.
on News Talk.